When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to another week of The Chaser Report. It is Monday the 4th of July. Welcome back, Chris, Dom and Floyd. Yeah. And that's Charles Firth. We haven't left all weekend. <laughs> we, we live here now. So look, protests shut down Sydney for, for several days last week. There were nurses, there were climate protesters, train drivers, everyone was out protesting last week. Uh, getting to work was completely impossible. Mm. So it was just like an ordinary day in Sydney, basically. Um, a group called Blockade Australia was responsible for many of the moves, uh, things like shutting down the Harbour Tunnel. I've got to say, I think Blockade Australia were not all that impressive, to be honest. Mm. I mean, Scott Morrison blockaded Australia for two years, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> He's the king of that. They also tried to, to draw attention to climate action. This was their plan. They wanted to draw attention to climate action by shutting down the train lines. A genius way to get everyone into their cars. Um, It's a little bit like if Greenpeace campaigned against whaling by just dynamiting some of the fuckers. Um, I mean, and then the nurses went on strike as well. And I've got to say to them, congratulations for holding on for two years of a pandemic before you'd had enough. I mean, they've got, you know, a job that involves long hours. They've got COVID everywhere. They've got sexual harassment from perverts who watch too much Benny Hill as a child. It's a horrible job to do, so good luck to the nurses. And also striking last week, we had uh, train drivers who wanted Blockade Australia to fuck off out of their trains. Mm. so I, I want and, and, uh, and you've forgotten there was also teachers. Teachers went on strike. Uh, but we last do forget Thursday. the teachers, don't we? <laughs> um, yes, we do. So I want to ask the panel, and we'll start with you, Charles, because I know you were lefty on these sorts of things. Mm. I mean, what what is the line between legitimate protesting and just fucking irritating? Right? Is it okay to sign a stern petition, but not okay to park your car across the entrance to the Harbour Tunnel? Yeah. Look, I think I think when you're looking at a global apocalypse. Um, the convenience of commuters on, on a Tuesday morning is, uh, is far more important than solving climate change. So, yeah, I totally agree. That we should lock these people up. Two years in jail, $20,000 fines. Lock them all up. Yeah, the, the one I kept hearing about um, was this girl from Lismore who drove a car. Uh, none of them do, usually. And, yeah. and, no, that's the thing. She parked it across the Sydney Harbour Tunnel to mm. blockade. Now, if you're an environmentalist... Would you be driving a car to your protest or shouldn't she have just taken the bus and then taken the bus driver at gunpoint <laughs> to make him... Yes. <laughs> or do what Greta and Thunberg does. She, she gets a boat everywhere, every time she speaks. They should have chartered a boat yes. and rammed it into the Sydney <laughs> Harbour Tunnel. And to be fair, there were plenty of those in Lismore. <laughs> <laughs> so I just sort of thought mixed messages. Are you pro-car or anti-car? I think she was pretty anti-car. You think, right. <laughs> she... She fucked off tens of thousands of people. From a car. 
I think it's just as bad that people who stop to sign a petition on the sidewalk and get in my way. That's arguably more <laughs> annoying <laughs> than we a car have, blocking we the tunnel. We have fines on, on yeah. people who block 20, the, the $20,000 fines. Yeah, and, oh, I'm going to start a jail. petition against people who get people to start petitioning. <laughs> 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 no, but the thing is, like, uh, you can sort of say, oh, it's very inconvenient, but what else are people to do? Like... Like, voting doesn't help. Well, no, no, like, no, no. Well, petitioning doesn't help. Wasn't, wasn't that the argument, though, that we've just had a change of government um, and they'd barely given the new Labor federal government any time to really set their climate targets? I know they, they had them as policies, but yeah. with any negotiation with the crossbench, maybe let's see what the new targets will be. It was almost like they were angry just after a really good development in the climate wars, yeah, which is to get rid of the coalition. So Labor doesn't do anything and then, then get yeah. stuck in. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I would have done that. I would have waited a year for certainty that Albo would be as disappointing as Scott Morrison on all climate yeah. matters. <laughs> I think we're pretty certain, Chris. Right. So right. <laughs> I guess my follow-up question, aren't there better ways of reaching the, the public in, in 2022? I mean, what I do whenever there's a protest every single time, you don't have to go. All you do is just get a news photo and just Photoshop yourself into it and put it on Instagram. <laughs> put it on Instagram. You've raised awareness and you virtue signaled. That's all you have to do, isn't it, Charles? Yeah. I, mean, I remember back in the day, you you actually broke a window. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at, at Sydney Uni, the main quarter, over a VSU protest. You can deep fake that shit these days, Charles. You could, no, and we we actually yeah, because I broke a window. Broke it. Actually, it was actually Craig. Probably shouldn't reveal this. Craig actually <laughs> broke the window. Craig, Kelly. but I took the fall. <laughs> Because he wanted to become a lawyer or something. And, <laughs> and, uh, and I climbed through and got into terrible trouble, got arrested. You got into the Senate meeting of got the University of Sydney. got into the Senate meeting. Yeah. And the, the only thing... And we were pro- protesting against... It wasn't VSU. It was, we were pr- protesting against upfront fees. Because back then there was no such thing. You could not charge... A university could not charge fees, upfront fees, to a uh, student in Australia. And so I got into the meeting and the whole point was to say, no more fees, no more fees. And instead I just went, ow, my arm! <laughs> the police officer had got... In the moment, and all I said was, I'll go peacefully! <laughs> and, and he went into the Sydney <laughs> University Senate, the only body more impotent than the federal Senate. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, point is, we succeeded. We actually won that campaign and there are no university fees for students in Australia. <laughs> yeah, the people are I, just very I, perplexed about whether he's being sarcastic. Yeah. Yes, he is. Ladies I, and gentlemen. I just haven't checked since 1997 the, about whether they. <laughs> the reason they don't know that is because they were full fee students. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Right, so it, there you it, go. it does always interest me, and look, we're all for the protest movement, and like, there's been some amazing civil rights marches and and acts of just public disobedience. But you know, like how. Most public art forms evolve. Like when you look at the history of music, where it's sort of gone mm. from classical into, yeah. into jazz and then into pop and rock and hip hop. I don't think anyone who's ever protested has changed the melody of their chant <laughs> in fucking 500 years. <laughs> hey, hey, ho, ho. Can't this, this chant has got to go. Yeah, hey, like, hey. Ho, all, ho. All I'm this saying chant has got is to go. Can we not hire Gautier or like, <laughs> you know, Briggsy just to write a new bloody tune? You know what? I actually remember the most awkward chant ever, and it was from that very protest. This is honestly what they were they were all shouting, and I was there too. Van Stone and VCs say that we must pay fees. Bullshit. Come off it. Education's not for profit. 
They need Jay-Z on that shit. Yeah, really that's... Do. Where's Kendrick? Yeah. And I think that's why the protest ultimately failed. People were like, what? But, but, like, in fi- Sorry, I'm just going to defend the people from Lismore for a second. Which is, I, don't, I don't know anything about them, but I do know that a few years ago, all the people in Lismore were part of the Lock the Gate Coalition. Who here knows about Lock the Gate? Which was a remarkably successful campaign that actually managed to, just through sheer force of physical protesting, literally locking on and and putting their sort of arms in cement outside every farm that was about to be fracked and, you know, forest that was about to be cleared to be fracked, um, they managed to not only get fracking banned in, in that sort of region of New South Wales, they managed to get the Conservative state government at the time to ban fracking completely from New South Wales. They, they were that effective. So, you know, yes, I mean, yeah, I tend to agree that most protests sort of are incredibly cliched and things like that. But actually, you know, if you're prepared to put your body on the line, you can actually... Your arm. ...succeed. <laughs> yeah, you put your arm your on the line. Arm. Yeah. Because they, they'll, they'll concrete their arm in in these metal sort of arm jackets and it takes all day for the police to come and use sort of angle grinders mm. to, to remove the protesters. And by then the workmen have, have left and you know, they've got to start again the next day. And then they just do it again and again. It's yeah. like the suffragettes in the UK. They were using their bodies. They like... <laughs> that sounds wrong. Let me rephrase <laughs> that. Um, <Yeah. laughs> let me talk about it. But they were like chaining themselves to parliament and then refusing to mm. eat. So like it does have to be extreme to yeah. have an effect. So maybe... But it also it proves Chris's mm. points that um, the the chaining stuff is not new and, and <laughs> protest <laughs> methods no, have not evolved. I remember... Um, I don't know if anyone else remembers this. Annabelle Crabb, who, you know, we generally love and is really smart, smart um, woman and great brain. She once wrote a column in her the regular piece in the, the Fairfax media, as it was then, asking these very questions, sort of, just sort of expressing surprise that the protest movement hadn't really changed their tools in years. And Annabelle was generally always on the side of the left and, you know, everyone sort of agreed in whatever Annabelle says is, is gospel. And she got a bollocking. Like, everyone mm. sort of read it as, oh, you have no respect for the protest movement, which wasn't the intent of her piece. She was just sort of... I guess sort of doing what we're doing a little bit tonight, expressing surprise that the the mode of protest hasn't really changed. And that's genuinely yeah. interesting. As, as our media evolves and we get more and more sophisticated about the ways we can be heard, it's interesting people use the most analogue mm. strategies available to them, which is to stand in a street with a handwritten placard and rhymes that wouldn't pass the test in the worst Pam Ayres poetry <laughs> contest... And it's sort of, yeah, I, but yeah, whatever, whatever yeah. works, I, mean, I guess. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Chaser Report, the podcast where we concur with an unpopular Annabelle Crabb column from <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Chaser Report. Less news, less often. Let's, let's move on to some other news here. Um, <clears throat> and the census results, uh, it says today on my piece of paper, but of course, Last we talked Tuesday about this last Wednesday. Yeah, didn't we, we did. all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I've it, still got stuff in the tank. It's, yeah. it's very interesting. Very interesting. Um, they say that uh, less than half of us now follow Christianity. It's down to forty-four percent. Oh yeah, there's heathens in there. You disgust me, sir. Uh, down from fifty-two percent uh, in the twenty sixteen census, which is the least ever. Which makes me think that means I mean forty-four percent of us are still on Team Jesus and apparently have absolutely no idea what's been going down. In churches recently. I think it's just that <laughs> the other 8%. I think we know who's that. been going down. Well, that, that's the point I wanted to make, right? <laughs> right. Going down, Going down is absolutely fine with me. If it's two adult Catholic priests, that's absolutely fine. Uh, not a problem at all except in their religion. But it so rarely is. But I think the drop-off can be explained by that 8% are now in jail. Isn't that the... <laughs> do you not get to fill out the census if you're in jail? Yeah, I don't think you... Well, do you? I don't know. The I right issue is taken away from you. Uh, you uh, it, I mean, you can't the, get out of it, can you? They're one, of the, they're one of the few communities for whom it's a pleasurable activity because they've got nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I think prisoners do fill out the census. Where were you on the night of the census? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the police already know the answer to that question. Um, and, I mean, I want to conduct a little census of my own. Um, just with a round of applause, who in the room feels icky... When I say the words Catholic youth uh, pastor, give me a round of applause if, you, if that seems icky. Yeah. You shouldn't applaud that. That is disgusting. <laughs> um, and when I say Hillsong, how many of you immediately... There we go. <clears throat> I mean, all I want to say about Hillsong is, you know, Justin Bieber went there and God paralysed his face, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, the thing is... It, that could have been, to be fair, more for the music than the religion. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the, the thing to note about Catholic priests, they've done a lot of brand damage. I mean, okay, they may not be going to hell, but they're going to Pell, which is even worse. Um, sorry. Tom Knight, ladies and gentlemen, the go. master of the pun. <laughs> um, Still got it. Australia's next <laughs> ambassador to the Vatican. Um, so I want to ask the, the panel, I mean, how has Christianity fucked this so badly? And uh, Fucking their brand is, frankly, the least of their worries at this point. Um, is it just the sex pests or are there broader problems within the church? Well, I think... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th I think it's broader. I reckon w the big thing wasn't Christianity. It's like it's all about guilt. But like social media makes you feel more guilty now. Oh, that's so true. I'm like, God, who? I don't care. Social media, I'm like, oh, about myself. Yeah, I used to have to go to church to hate myself. And now I just look at Instagram. Look at my phone, yeah. Just get reminded of my screen time rather than saving myself a marriage. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if it was strategically foolish to take the face of the church from Jesus and turn it into Scott Morrison. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it, it was sort of that, mm. I don't know, I was sort of down with Jesus. I, you know, I, you know. I, He's got some good points. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't believe he was divine, but he was sort of a dude. Then you've got Morrison doing this shit, at, like, and I kind of thought, oh, maybe you're starting to lose us. What do you reckon? I mean, it could be. I, I just think they need to, um, to partner with a better organisation. And, th mm. and this is the thing I think the church needs. They need to do what you do when you've got a failing brand, which is new partnerships. And I think the group that they should hook up with is, is motorcycle gangs because yeah. that, is, that is a brand that is very resilient and yeah. there are always new vacancies in that organisation. Yep. Yep. Um, 
And you can't tell me that there aren't some sex pest priests and gang members sharing cells already and, and you know, um, making those connections already. I, I think that could be very, very fruitful for them there. They, they could um, control the, the drug trade and the holy water and wine trade as well. It'd that be would be fruitful. a great place to do it, wouldn't it? Right? Just come up and get your weekly stash. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I've always thought, like, if, if you wanted to genuinely, like, mm. fix the church and, like, <coughs> boost congregation numbers, mm. you've got to widen the options during the, the Eucharist. Like, yes. at, at the yes, moment, true. it's a yeah. very, very stale, oxidised yes. mm. port or a wine or something. If you mm. had an open bar, top shelf, yeah. yes. cocaine, ice, speed, <laughs> ecstasy, oh, okay. oh, like, anything, yeah. like, I'll take the Spirit of Christ. The lines of the Lord. What would the speed represent? Is that the dandruff of Christ? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the idea? If you take LSD, you do see the Holy Ghost. I've it's heard. the earwax of Christ. <laughs> yeah. isn't it? It's always just been a very limited offering, hasn't it? Up yeah. There? yeah. They should right. make the communion bread like, you know, sourdough and like dip it in. Yes. Yeah, focaccia. Dip it in some olive oil. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have, so some, have a caviar bump on it or yes. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> if it was chicken crimpy shapes, we'd all go. Oh, we'd all be yeah. there. Yes. There's actually a church. My, my parents went to this church in London, which apparently there's a full bar on the lower oh, level. The and if you go to the service, they just all go and get absolutely smashed on the body of Christ. And why not? Yeah. You know, it's, it's a beautiful way to commute. Well, the, uh, uh, I was listening to the head of Demographics Australia. Uh, he was talking when the census came out last Wednesday um, <laughs> about it. And he was actually saying that the reason why... Christianity um, had, or their study had shown that the reason why it dropped so rapidly was because they had not aligned themselves with community values on a whole lot of key issues like gay marriage Mm. and all these sorts of things. They were just not keeping up with what people believe in this world. Yeah, at the risk also of sort of repeating exactly the point I made on last Wednesday's podcast... Mm. (laughs) I hate it when you cross-reference yourself and, uh, a week later, Taylor. I also wonder, and I'm sort of using my parents as a sort of barometer here, if it's more permissible now to sort of put your hand up and say no religion. Is that like my parents and so many, even people my age I know, when, when confronted with the question of religion, it's like, well, they were always no religion. Yeah. Like they, they were always atheist or agnostic, but kind of thought, oh... I guess we're C of E, or I went to a Catholic school. So you kind of felt obliged on a public form to mark yourself as that. Now I think there's almost more freedom and permission to say, oh, it's okay. It's a bit like gender. You know, you can have no gender now. I think it's Mm. today, religion, oh, we don't have to have religion. It's okay just to say no religion. And I wonder if that, so we've always had as much agnosticism Mm. in the, not not sort of going back to the 50s where John Howard Mm. and his values thrived. But from the, from the 80s onwards, I suspect there was always a pretty high level of atheism and agnosticism that just wasn't being measured on the census. But also, Chris, as soon as you tick the religion box, the census goes straight to the sex crimes unit of the police, <laughs> um, which is a, a very big problem. You know that that's actually true. I, I was talking to... A <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's I want to hear true. him bring this one that, home. That's not true, but I was talking to a prison guard the other day and they was, and I was saying his regular parole meeting. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> no, and I was saying, oh, well, you know, what, who, who do you guard? You know, like, and he said, he said, it, it, uh, so many Catholic priests, like just so many. Like he said, you know, the the Royal Commission, you, you only heard about the sort of top. 
cases where it was really, you know, like senior people. But there were just hundreds of people who were swept up in that and, and jailed and are still in jail, you know, several years later um, from that whole period of, you know, 2016 where they had the Royal Commission. And, and you don't have that sense. That, and he said, go to any prison in Australia and there are just stacked tons of... Priests. People from the, yeah, yeah. priests from the Catholic it, It's Church. almost a communion of priests. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Bunch of them confessing yeah. to each other in the cells. Yeah. I, I always get a little bit nervous, though, when they ask to be transferred to a juvie prison. Let's end the episode here. If you want more Milkron material, <laughs> we can do that. Our, our gears from road microphones are part of the ACAST Credit <laughs> Network. And forgive us, Father, for we have sinned in this episode of The Chaser Report. We'll catch you tomorrow. 